0: Hey, you bunch of chuckleheads! Welcome back, to Hotline Monday. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Justin Robert Young. Hello, Justin.
1: Hi, Scott. Hey, man. Uh, how are you? How are you feeling back I'm from great. your uh, down
0: Mexico way? I did. I went to Cancun, canned coon. It's named after the favorite dish of where I spent some time in Louisiana many years ago. Anyway, terrible joke. I went there. Had a great time. I laid around on the beach a lot. I read books. People brought me fruity drinks all week. Uh, my wife was there with me. We stayed in a fancy hotel. It was great. Uh, did you get burnt? I, I saw. I saw yeah. you had some real, some real rookie, uh, rookie tan lines. Yeah, I don't know if the chat room can see this. It's been a while. Yeah, but, uh, look at the guns, the guns. It's starting the to... <laughs> on on Scott Johnson. Holy <laughs>
1: smokes! Uh, you are only listening on audio, treat yourself. Uh, go look up Scott's
0: 24 uh, uh, inch pythons on on Google. Even better if you go to uh, let's see, frogpants.com/slash/youtube. I don't know, frogpants.com slash video, I think. Yeah, that's yeah. it. You can see the archive of this and all our other Hotline Monday shows, and you can see the fine tan line. It's actually more of a tan line now, but it itches. Everything itches like a mother scratcher, and none of it's bread anymore. So I don't know what that means.
1: Oh, you're going to shed your skin like a snake.
0: Oh, shit.
1: Yeah, you're just going to have a full Scott suit of dead skin <laughs> uh, in, the, in the kitchen, and and your, your very patient wife is going to... Uh, Dry it out so the kids can see the beauty of nature.
0: What if I vomited out a John Voight who then winked at you as he popped out of me?
1: (laughs) That is about as crazy (laughs) as watching in
0: living flickering video
1: images. Yeah. Spider-Man in a Marvel movie. All right. We're Uh, we're getting right to it. Let's explain. Tell everybody what the big deal is. So, I mean, obviously this is and has always been thought to be our geek talk radio mm-hmm. there's been a lot of opinions out here uh, uh you know about uh, emotions a lot of a lot of positive emotions yeah. a lot of negative emotions yeah. a lot of people maybe uh are, are a little burnout as always you you get these uh, you know some people are really into the costume or or how it looks how it feels uh let's let's go ahead we're going to take your calls on this again the phone number as always is 801 801- eight nine five four seven two four. Uh that's where you can call in and give us your uh, opinions. Do we have somebody on the line
0: now? We do. Hi, who's this? Uh this is Victor from Nashville, Illinois. Victor from Nashville, Illinois. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know there was a Nashville, Illinois. That's I've learned something. Neither new today. did I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he thought he was going to be there for, you know, to play
1: bass in a hockey talk band. Next thing you know, he's uh, an hour and a half outside of Chicago. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah, that's
0: a- Kind of funny, yeah, because I'm originally from Detroit and moved down here about 14 years ago. So,
1: well, there <laughs> you go. Enough. Think of it as training Nashville. You're you're going to eventually be knee deep in biscuits and gravy. You know, <laughs> just, uh, that's, uh, that's just a stop along the along the line. Uh, what do you think about this Spider Man? Yeah.
0: You know what? You know, for being a 40 year old man, at first when I saw it there, I screamed like a little girl. And you know, not to be. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it was long overdue. I think it's it's time to do right. We don't need another origin. Um and I do like the retro suit that it goes back to. Okay, so that's been a big point of contention. Let's talk about that for a second. The suit, which looked fine to me, and in closer inspection of like four K version video of the of the trailer, uh looks very nicely stitched, doesn't look like a cartoon at all, but everybody's afraid it's a little too retro. More specifically, people have trouble with animated eyes. Despite the fact that I think it wa- it worked really well for Deadpool, and uh, you could argue Deadpool makes a lot more faces in his comic, and maybe that's true. But I see Peter Parker make plenty of little expressionless uh, expressions in his in his suit in the comic, so why not in the movie, Justin? It's fine. There's nothing wrong with it.
1: Well, I mean, all right. So so let's have the devil's uh, advocate argument here. All right. uh, the the suit is retro, mm-hmm. certainly so, right? The very thick black eyes—it kind of looks like the uh, the 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 cartoon costume, the one that everybody takes the hilarious uh, uh, still frames of and right. makes memes. So mm-hmm. there is an element of like, okay, is this maybe too hearkening back to a 1960s kind of aesthetic? Uh, for a character that is obviously very beloved. I'm glad if it had to go one way or another, I'm glad that they decided to do something classic as opposed to futuristic or trying to make it, you know, uh, uh, too crazy. Uh, but to the, to, to the animated face thing, I think it, it kind of solves, in my opinion, it solves a major problem that uh, people have had, movie studios, directors have had with superhero movies, which is, you have to constantly invent reasons to pull your character, usually a famous person that has a very pretty symmetrical face, out of their mask constantly because you connect more with somebody without a mask. That's just a fact. That's how human nature works. But with these animated masks with Deadpool, didn't matter whether or not Ryan Reynolds and his perfect little face uh, was was out there. You connected with Deadpool because Deadpool was very, very expressive. I think that if they're going to go that route, uh, with this it's fine the eyes kind of shrinking and 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 making uh uh you know uh, you know th- their own little emotional beats I think is great I think I think it's fantastic
0: Yeah I like it too now what do you think of the theory of there's a theory floating around that those eyes are indeed or are in fact mechanical that they that the movie will have not so much explanation for it but it will be this assumption that that uh, maybe with Tony Stark's help, I mean, this is all this is all up in the air, but a lot of people are saying maybe those things are meant to open and close, kind of become an iris for both practical reasons and obviously for expressive reasons.
1: Well, obviously, without getting too like dirt under the finger- fingernails, comic book nerdy, uh, uh, Spider-Man is obviously a big key part of the Civil War storyline in in the comics. Uh <laughs> <laughs> he uh, will probably not play a an, an exactly similar role, but in that in in, in the Civil War comic line, uh, he is kind of a protege to to Tony Stark. That no. uh, Tony Stark looks at him as a bright young mind, like Tony Stark to Peter Parker is the relationship, and then the fact that they're also Iron Man and Spider Man. Uh, uh, kind of feeds out from that, which I think is really cool. So it wouldn't shock me.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't either. Uh, And it's also, I mean, if they're going to go with mechanical, uh, and that's the other thing that they're talking about is sticking with the Andrew Garfield mechanical web shooters rather than organic, uh, weirdly. You don't
1: need to go back. We don't listen. We've had that. We've just now healed. From from the organic web shooters, uh, I think there are still threads on Ain't it Cool News talkbacks uh, <laughs> raging about the original uh, of organic to mechanical web shooters debate. There's no need; we need to go back and relive that. Well, I shit.
0: do need to. I knew, I do need to at least say this when it first happened. When when Tommy Maguire pulled out the hand and went, "Here it is, organic," and grabbed that can of pop or whatever soda. I don't know where you live, people listening. But it's pop or soda where you live, all right? Just live with it. Or, or a Coke. Or a Coke, sure, which just in a lot of places stands for everything. Yeah. Uh, but if uh, – uh, what was my point with that? My point was if they – uh it look cool? When it happened, I thought it looked cool. Yes. I thought it looked all right. There was something about it. I, I can't tell you what. Whoops, there, your video. Oh, there no, you're back. I can't tell you why I thought it looked cool, but for me it was like, yeah, He's more like a spider now because he got bit by a spider thing, and now he's like really a Spider-Man, and not this like half Spider-Man, and and that impressed me for some reason. So at first I was cool with it. As time went on, yeah, it started to bug me. Also, obviously the comic origins are all over the place, so you oh, know.
1: And there's a lot. I'm I, I may or may not have been a large part of those uh those flame war talkback comment threads. Uh, back yep. in the day, but yeah. I, I think it takes a lot out of the character. And and, they, and again, we don't need to pick that wound. Uh, caller, where are you calling from?
2: Uh, Columbus, Ohio.
0: Oh, lovely.
1: Ah, uh, the rich seat of <laughs> Ohio. The day before uh, the primary vote. How are you? How are you doing, sir?
0: Oh, I'm doing excellent. I, I hate it that every time that you come to the uh, oh, what's that, the game in the video game bar? I always Secret catch your tweet bar. after you leave. What's it called? What's it called, Justin? What's it called?
1: Yeah, sixteen bit bar. One of the best barcades uh, in the world. Uh, I, I I I I've done an a extensive search all over the country, and uh, the sixteen bit bar gets my highest recommendation. Uh, the Columbus version is great because it's right next to an awesome hot dog place, Dirty Franks. But the the uh, they also have locations in Cleveland and. Uh, Cincinnati. All both. right.
0: Well, two, two things. Dirty Franks was my porn name, but also I would love it if we had a 16 bit bar here. Are you telling me that's like a franchisable uh, all around the world or country. I, yeah, thing? Yeah. They, they, they,
1: they certainly have multiple locations. Uh, they, they crack the code though. Here's what's great about 16 bit bar is a lot of other barcades. You just get great, uh, you know, machines, and everything, and you get quarters or they have some other way to pay 16 yeah. bit bars, figured it out. They're like, Hey, listen, if you're drinking, it's all on free play,
3: mm.
1: so you just sit there and you can actually beat the X Men game. You can beat the Simpsons game, like you tried to do on your eleventh birthday, uh, <laughs> you know. And and uh, it's it's a super fun time. That 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 is that is a digression. A, a digression. Uh, uh, Columbus, what is your thoughts on
0: Spiderman? Spiderman.
2: <laughs> you know, uh, I I think I come from a, maybe a new place. When I was a kid, I just had the animated shows. You I know. didn't read any comics.
0: I mean I grew up on the animated Spider Man, X Men, Batman, all that stuff. And yeah. I didn't even start reading comics until the Civil War series came out.
2: Oh
3: very uh, nice. So yeah. like
2: I'm I'm invested in this movie. <laughs> but you know what? I guess I'm just easy going. I am so excited that Spider Man is in is in a Civil War movie that I don't care what he looks like. I mean I don't care if he if they make him the iron spider and
0: he has the extra legs that walk around. Or they even bring out the spider bike. I'm so jonesing that they're making him in the movie. Uh, I could not be more thrilled. I couldn't. I couldn't agree more with the with the caller. I think that this is the uh, the epitome of nerdgasms or whatever. We're supposed to see this and go woo, and and we're supposed to ignore things like calling him underoos and and maybe his suit's a little weird and his eyes are animated. All of that stuff feels very ancillary to me. What matters here is now we have a property that is not really the MCU's to do, to do things with, except through this miracle of an agreement they made with Sony. And because of all the stars aligning, one of them being that Sony can't seem to make a good Spider-Man, uh, they were able to make this happen. And so we're getting what is essentially a new Avengers movie in almost every way, except it's civil war. Uh, it's, it's probably the last great captain America arc we're going to get, uh, with current company included, uh, and the oh. actors that are currently involved, and so yeah, dude, why is anyone complaining about this? Like, why isn't this the me, greatest me, day of our lives? Let me let me let me go ahead and introduce something. Thank you so much for calling, Columbus. Yeah, uh, thanks, man. The uh, an issue
1: is how young Spider Man sounds. Obviously, mm. they wanted to cast somebody that was more of a in high school teenage Peter Parker, yeah. considering that they'd gone with early twenties young adult. Peter Parker, but they wanted to have that element and room to grow, both Sony and Marvel. He sounds very young with his, uh, uh, I think, perfectly in character, sort of meek, hey, everybody, like as, uh, you know, worlds collide in this epic superhero showdown. Uh, But do you think he sounded too young?
0: Uh, Yeah. All right. Look, this one I maybe kind of understand but i think it's that stuff's more coming out of people accepting the current films as given that they, that he's older and if he's not playing older that that's weird to them or it feels off to them because cinematically speaking that's what they've been given but i would argue those are the same people complaining when toby maguire wasn't young enough do you yeah. know what i mean so, like, we're just switching it around. This, to me, we do the same thing every time. Heath Ledger as the Joker. What a terrible idea. Have you guys even seen that movie where they play rock and roll in the Middle Ages? was shitty. Blah, blah, blah. And everybody <laughs> everybody complains and hates everything about it until, he comes, or until the movie comes out. And then we're all like, oh, my gosh, the Joker has changed forever. What a great per- performance portrayal. It is forever enshrined in one of the great Joker performances of all time. Take that, Jack Nicholson. <laughs>
1: By the way, I love that that in this fantasy internet commenter uh, that they went after *Knight's Tale* and not uh, *Brokeback Mountain*. <laughs> <laughs> and they really were bothered more by the a the the, the out of time and place David Bowie pop hits uh, instead of the uh, the the the. Tale of of gay secret man love in uh, uh, Brokeback Mountain. I think that
0: it's a sign of a progressive era. I completely agree. Uh, Eric Mahler on the line, a regular caller to all things Frog Pants. What's going on, Eric? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, man. It's nice to hear we listen to you all silky smiths. Oh,
1: wow. ooh, haven't you done well? Listen to that rich baritone, Eric. Very nice.
0: I'm not calling in on my phone this time. Oh, well, uh, that explains it. What's oh, going on, man?
1: It, you don't have to brag, mister. You know, <laughs> that's it. Uh, What do you think? Spider-Man, is it uh, taking you out that he's Spider-Kid?
0: Nah, I, I, you know, I thought it looked cool. I really liked seeing him in the costume and the eyes thing looks fine. Whether or not he's going to work for me is mostly going to rest on what we see when he's not wearing the mask. When he's uh, just Peter Parker, mm. I want to know who's under that uh, cool mask. Well, we've seen the kid's face, right, Justin? We know the actor, or at least we've, I believe. Uh, uh, oh, ha- I missed. I missed something it, I like that, and he's and he and he plays. Real, I don't know how old he actually is, but he plays very young. He looks very young. I mean, looks like a. He looks like out of that suit, he will be the perfect. Like everyone's picking on Peter Parker, the nerd. Uh, and and again, we keep referring to this almost like we're going to get an origin story. They'll explain the suit or. We'll see what kind of nerdy is in school. Like I just suggested, I don't think they're going to do any of that. I don't think we get. I think we are done telling Spider Man's origin story, especially in this. There's no way I they would do in have this. Time for it too. Yeah, there's right? no time. They got to get straight yeah. to.
1: It, 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 in fact, I, it would not shock me if if we get some kind of gag like we did in in the Winter Soldier, where uh, you know Black Widow and Captain America are talking to the Falcon, who's uh, saying, "Oh, listen, man, I, you can get my suit, but it's behind." Uh, 18 different things and also there's 50 men standing on guard 24 7 and and black widow and captain america look back and forth at each other they're like yeah cool yeah okay cool and then smash cut to they already have the falcon suit it wouldn't shock me if we get some kind of uh uh tony stark like yeah no no no, don't worry if, if, if you've told one story it's uh, all the same we get it you're yeah. spider do you
0: think there's any chance though so so the the nerd moment is oh they're spider-man do you think there's any chance in the film itself either Justin or Eric, if you want to both answer this, do you think we end up seeing the Iron Spider? Do we end up seeing the Iron Man made, the Tony Stark provided spider suit that was in the comic series for, for this uh, epic um, struggle?
1: Maybe. I, I think, you know, it, it'll be interesting because a lot of people were like, uh, you know, there are there some spoiler-phobic people mm-hmm. out here in these streets. Oh, so. yeah. And, uh, and, and they're like, oh, you, that would have been an amazing moment. It would have been it would have been an amazing moment if we hadn't known that this was coming and it would have shown up in the movie. But what we see in that trailer is that there is a larger relationship between Tony Stark and Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think that that's going to be the only thing we see of Spider-Man, yeah, right? Yeah. Like like there's going to be more, and it'll be curious to see how much of the movie is that. I don't suspect it'll be a lot, but I do think that we'll get two probably really cool scenes with uh you know. Tony Stark, and Peter Parker. He's right? going to
0: come late, too. It's going to be when they have that fight in the Home Depot parking lot, as best I can tell, in that trailer uh, yeah. when we finally get to see him. Eric, any final thoughts on that? I think Eric's gone. Oh, we lost him. Well, that's all right, because we got another caller who's on the line right now. Who's this? Hey, it's Jake from Provo. How you guys are doing? Hey, man. Provo, you're just like 25 minutes from where I am right now, brother. Dude, I know.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm close to the, the great great Scott Johnson guys. I've been listening to you for, oh, how to been – Five years now, um, and uh, you know I love I love everything y-
0: y'all do. Well, can you feel my heat from there? Can you feel the heat? Feel, can I feel
1: the heat. Feel, feel, feel <laughs> my heat. Boogie Nights reference. Uh, uh, Provo, I, I what what do you think? What do you, I mean? Is is this uh, is this something that that you're excited about? Do you have any worries? Any deep down in your geeky nerdy soul? Do you have any reservations about this spider
2: thief? Um, <laughs> Spider Man, I feel like. I mean, I don't care that much about Spider-Man. He is who he is, you know. He's the he's the nerdy kid who who cracks wise, kind of like a dumber Tony Stark, in my opinion, Mm a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess you know, for eventually when Robert Downey Jr. leaves the franchise, if he ever does, that you know, Spider-Man be able to to you know take some of that pain away from the fans who love those kind of quips cuz i feel like i feel like Robert Downey Jr might might not be
0: too too long for this world to be in. Yeah, well, I'll, yeah, we hope he lives a long time, but you might be right about the role. <laughs> I, I I would say I actually have a uh,
1: I just want to make it very clear before this blows up on Twitter that nobody on the phone or on the show right now is calling for the death of Robert Downey Jr. No,
0: none of us, nobody know and how. It's the
1: exact opposite.
0: Um, but I want to I did want to say this thing about see he he made me think of something, which is we're all assuming that at some point when Robert Downey Jr. says, I'm not Iron Man anymore, I'm out of this. Yeah. Which I agree with the caller, it's probably not that far into the future. I think we get done with those, that two-parter Infinity Gauntlet business, and that's probably it uh, for him. Uh, does that mean that's it for Iron Man or Iron Man movies? Probably not. So, Justin, here's the question. Do they go, and I don't want to veer too far from Spider-Man, but it's just a small question. Do they go with, Old man Stark retires from being the Iron Man and has a young ward grow up into the role and puts him in the suit and, and kind of helps him on his way to be the new Iron Man, a bit like many are predicting Captain America might do with Falcon, which he did do in the comics uh, yeah. or Falcon took over in the comics. So, so, uh, you know, it, it also could be, what's his name? Brody, uh, freaking Brody could, uh, quit being man of war and be straight up Iron Man. Who knows? Brody. Bro- what I say? Brody? You said Brody. Yeah. Bro, Brody is either a, a douche at school or a thing we used to do in parking lots in the snow. I think some might call it donuts, but we call them spinning Brodies. Really? Yeah. A little side note there for you.
1: And- I'll tell you what, maybe maybe uh, you should have referred to them as a Brody Quest, uh, an <laughs> epic one that you were on with you and your friends. Here, do me a favor, before before we we, we, we get to that, because I do have a thought, uh, while I, I I ramble off my thoughts on that, yeah. go ahead and just Google Spider-Man Tom Holland, because yeah, I, 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 I want you to understand how young Tom Holland Looks. All
0: right, we're looking it it's up. Going to a form inform where they're going with this character. let share it with Wait. the chat room here so you guys can see. We'll look at images. Uh, okay. Oh my, he's just a kid.
1: Yeah. So he's 19 years old, and he and he probably can can fairly effortlessly play 16, maybe even a little, like you know, around like 16, 15, something like that. Right. That's yep. about as young as you would say that he that he looks. Uh, Babyface, uh, I think it, like that's that's I think that's really rad. I, I I really like that super nerd looks like a super nerd doesn't have you know a, a jacked Hulk Hogan body mm-hmm. superhero. I think that's part of what is super fun about Spider Man. Yeah. To your point about Iron Man, yeah, uh, I don't think that you know you will pry Robert Downey Jr. from this role uh when when we all uh eulogize him, which again, we are not calling for it, yet, <laughs> but it might sound like it, but he uh he I, I think he will always play this role now, whether or not he's a part of other movies, whether or not he is the focus of it, I think right now, you could maybe do a Iron Man movie where somebody else takes the suit and he has to play kind of a secondary role just mm-hmm. to test drive it. And yeah. if that went crazy, sure, who knows? But I, I don't think that Iron Man is somebody that can just kind of be recast to do another movie.
0: All right, fair enough. Uh, got another caller on the line. Who is this? Oh, we did we don't now. Let's try this one. Hi, you're on the air. Who is this? Hi. hi. Who's this? What's your name? Hello? Hi. This is. This is.
2: This is.
0: Hi, Tix. Is it Tix? Am I saying it right?
2: Yep, yep, you're right.
0: All right. You sound like the new Spider-Man. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what, oh, thanks,
0: man. Yeah, no worries. Where are, you, where are you calling from?
2: Oh, I'm calling
0: from Ohio, believe it or not, actually. Yeah, I, I, well, you know what? I do believe it. It's an actual place. I believe people so, live You there. know, it's, it's just a real hell of a state, and I think you guys are doing
1: great over there. Uh, 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 what do you think? Do you have, do you have any spider thoughts?
2: Yeah, and it's a shitty state. Let's just be honest here. Well, I'd rather be in California, but um, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, keep going. But uh, yeah, hot takes here from Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, continue.
2: I think the thoughts on Spider Man are pretty crazy. Actually, I think that it's it's a. Uh.
1: Uh, I feel like your your, your, your phone line's haunted. Uh, at some point, uh, cleanse it in holy water and, and, and give us a, give us a ring
0: back. Who else we got here on the Wait, line? We got someone else here. Who's this?
2: Hi, this is Jenny Josephson. Oh my
0: gosh, Jenny! Hey. What the crap! I didn't we think. Tried
2: to call you from the DTNS post show. Me, Tom and Veronica, but we couldn't get through. Oh, uh, you
0: know why? Because uh, if it's not a reg- if it's not a phone number, it won't let me add it to the call. It's a Skype deficiency. Tom
2: yeah, he I know. Like a Tom thing.
0: I think his Tom thing was too much. The thing, the system saw it and said, <laughs> "F this guy, he's not coming in yeah. here." That could have been really fun. All we had right. a little party there. Anyway, I knew you'd I, have opinions on this. That would have been great. Best,
2: have uh, you, got,
1: you got Trump by ticks in Ohio. Uh, <laughs> uh, what, do you,
2: what do you think? Here's here's what I want to know about uh, the upcoming Civil War movie: Is does Black Widow have a big role or a small role? Because It seems like it might be a smaller role than we're used to with her compared to Winter Soldier, because it seems like she's really emerging as like this weird moral center of that little universe, along with uh, Jeremy Renner Mm -hmm. uh, there. And I want to know, like, is she going to just sort of fade back amongst all these other characters.
0: So I have a, I have a very specific feeling about this. Um, I think that what will end up happening is she will, she will do the thing you're talking about. She's going to stay this moral center as established in Winter Soldier, which was one of the strengths, I think, of that film. We have the same two directors, the Russo brothers doing this thing. I think they mm-hmm. have a great interest in seeing that through. One of the great disappointments of Age of Ultron was that none of that carried forward. It is almost like it mm-hmm. never happened and that really bugged me and I know it did a lot of other people who who liked that setup. Um, I also like the fact that, that her relationship with Steve Rogers is one of is one of respect and, and a kind of a brother-sister thing and, and it doesn't need to be yet another uh, romantic relationship within the ranks of the Avengers. So there's something really nice about it in general. The chemistry is right. Like all of it is right. So if they don't, I'll be really disappointed. But to your question... It is a very packed film. There are a bunch of freaking people in this,
1: like to the point of breaking.
0: So Justin, uh, I I do think she
1: there, there, there looks like they're setting her up to be kind of the swing vote, right? You know, she is somebody that is very close to captain America and yet she is siding with Tony Stark. You have to figure that her decisions will somehow tip the scales as we unfold with our story. But here's my question for you, Jenny, if Scarlet, Witch and the Black Widow have a conversation by themselves only about the vision. Does it pass the Bechtel test?
2: <laughs> My question is Will they get a toy of their own? Will there be a Black Widow toy? And will there be a Scarlet Witch toy? And will they both be appropriately clothed? Okay. This is what I want to know.
1: Disney's going to hit their head on this particular iceberg <laughs> over and over until they get it right, right? That like,
2: they don't
1: call it Hasbro for nothing. Mm. Yeah. Hasbro. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what. We actually do have yet another guest. He's not calling in uh, on the phone lines, but he is calling in from your heart. It is uh, the Internet's Brian Brushwood. Oh,
0: my goodness. Brian Brushwood, everybody, standing tall, looking not small. I was trying to rhyme something there.
4: Uh, no, that's that's my new uh, yeah. that bumper sticker. Freestyling, huh? Freestyling, huh? Just, <laughs>
0: Freestyling, huh? <laughs> Uh, dude, I, I, if I had, I known you were in the room, I would have asked you first what you think of all this spider nonsense and the uh, well, suit. I, and the I, eyes.
4: Halfway through, uh, man, I'll tell you what, uh, not, not real great on the costume design. It's like somebody ran to party city and, uh, it just gave us the, the, the basic. Uh, nineteen seventies Spider-Man. Well, and and
1: and what? Because I, I don't mind it. I, I I kind of rather like it. But I think part of the problem is that it's so that style is so iconically tied to an era when genre and comic book stuff was crap, right? That it's it's hard to re, uh, like reclaim it, right? Well, and like, it,
4: it wouldn't surprise me because you know obviously there's behind the scenes licensing deals. They probably say you can have it, but we consider it to be our creations that the costume design has the tiny hex patterns on it that, yeah, you know that you can't redesign, and and so as a result, they're like, all right, we'll go with a real cartoony looking Spider-Man. Do
0: you think but there's enough? Like- have you seen enough though to say that's my that's my only other thing with it? When I saw it, I was a little bit, oh, that is different, but I'm not. I, there's not enough. It's like this five seconds, not even that. It's like two seconds. It,
4: there's a lot you could get yeah. in that five seconds. You could get the fact that much like they do a Deadpool, they're animating the eyes yeah. in a in a very cartoony way, which is which is very, kind of un mcu the uh, the the MCU's done a really good job of making you swallow what o- objectively are incredibly silly setups uh but they're they, they just kind of lay everything in front of you and it's only after it's too late that you're like oh wait this is pretty absurd isn't it whereas from the beginning you know I'm constantly thinking like I well, are, are there are there a robot uh, moving his eyes what's happening well here? he's
0: the first uh he's the first just to play devil's advocate, he's the first character to show up in the MCU specifically that is, like, sock-faced. In, in other words, with no other, like, way to show your eyes or your face or remote or any of that stuff as, as characters yeah, wow, in the MCU. He would be
1: the first secret identity.
0: Oh, yeah, good point. In fact, they've made a point in of not... In fact, that's probably a good, a good way to dodge because you don't have to
4: cast Peter Parker if only the character is Spider-Man...
1: No, no, no. He's I mean, I, I think we're gonna see. I mean, he's cast in 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 the movie. Tom Holland is is going to play Peter Parker in so in you, the movie.
4: You think you think we're back to uh, to the same Ramy every five seconds figure out how to, <laughs> use to yank
1: off the mask? <laughs> well, no, this is. But no, this is exactly what I was saying earlier. That's the reason why they're doing the eyes. Yeah, and it's the reason why they did the eyes and the fa- in, and the face Deadpool. and the mouth and Deadpool is right. because you can get you can you can. Fall in love with that character if right. there is movement there. That's just psychology, well, and, that was, and, and you don't and, have to always just be like, "Oh, wait, here's a, a fresh Mountain Dew because uh, we're getting money from Mountain Dew." Let me fully pull my mask off to drink it. <laughs> that skateboards off. Well,
4: and they did a good job of compromising with Iron Man because Iron Man, the character, when you read the comic book, they always have his 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 steely eyes emoting surprise or pain or, yeah. or frustration, which of course they can't do. But instead, they got this like neutrally angry. Face that just keeps popping off and up and down. Yeah, and and
1: always just going to because he's Iron Man. A shot where even any kind of camera is apparently like set two feet back from his (laughs) uh, from his face, so we can see his awesome. Like, uh, Jarvis, give me a fresh Mountain Dew.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and they and the way you had to do it with Spider-Man in the past was quick looks, like uh, something scary or bad would happen, and it would be more of a full-body emote of looking the other way or whatever to kind of yeah. see what the threat was. Now they have a chance. I mean, I guess I was skeptical about how it was going to work with Deadpool, which I know is not in the MCU. This is a Fox thing. They made that decision, which, again, mirrors what the comic does with his face. But when I saw that, I was I came in going I'm not sure I'm in for this this weird yeah. eye stuff. I came out going that was so much better because they emoted his eyes the entire time.
4: Sure. But they also changed the rules like, you know, much like, you know, because he can bounce back from any injury, they, they made the entire show made of rubber. I never really felt a heavy sense of, of of dark stakes happening. So as a result, like, yeah, sure. And also his eyes are cartoon eyes. I mean, like, this is, this
1: is a, a protagonist who within the first 10 minutes gets shot in the butthole. Like, <laughs> and, it's a, and it's a comedy thing, right? Yeah. yeah. That's uh, a really good point. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, let's go back to the calls. Caller, where are
0: you calling from?
2: Hi, this is Shelby, and I'm calling from West Virginia.
0: Well, hello. It's very nice to hear from you.
2: It's nice to hear from you, too. Um, I just wanted to ask you guys a couple questions. Is that okay? Of course. Yes. Okay, I just wanted to get your opinion on the, um, actually, you guys were kind of talking about Spider-Man, and I kind of wanted to get your opinion on the Star Wars movie.
0: Sure. Like what, anything in specific or just in general? I don't know, I
3: think Spider-Man would like was, the was new a Spider-Man. lot more
2: different, to be <laughs> honest. I think that they could have stepped up their game a lot more.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, this actually, we I guess we, this show started so well after that movie that we never really got a chance to to talk about this. But uh, thank you for the call. I would, I would, And I'd love to hear... Um, Brian piped in on this as well. But
4: Dude, I, I'll tell you what, you can't count uh, the new age of Star Wars has not yet begun mm-hmm. because we could not possibly go from the prequels into just like uh some kind of avant-garde, uh dangerous new kind of uh, experimental stuff. They had to they had to announce that those dark, strange ages of the prequel movie making and storytelling was officially over. They had to send a signal flare saying, guess what? We're shooting on film. Guess what? Yeah, this is pretty much a reboot of the Star Wars that you loved with all yeah. the parts that you loved. Now that that's happened, now we get to explore incredible spaces with the movies going forward.
0: I completely agree with that. That's a good, well, and well said. It's,
1: so now there's a little bit more uh, creative freedom because it, there's not this expectation that it needed to be the biggest financial thing of all time that like, you know, now there's just a lot now that is already set in stone that the studio is not going to worry about it. They're, they're okay with turning over all the creative control over to the people that are going to do it really well. We objectively have a better director and not to say that JJ Abrams is not a great director. He is, Uh, but you know, Ryan Johnson, Ryan, yeah. I would, I would make the argument is probably a better director. He's going to do what I think is going to be a super rad, Second movie that uh will will take us into in, in into awesome places, but so I don't know I mean uh, one of the topics that I think we can do whenever we don't have any uh, geek news to talk about is now that we are kind of far enough away and we're starting to deal with the blu ray uh release and everything like now I feel like we can rank
3: mm.
1: like we're far enough like, like I feel like everybody wanted to rank the movies like you know the day after uh you know it, it, the force awakens came out, and I think that that Always puts a lot of onus on, like, defending your thing right then. Now, Mm as uh, Star Wars scholars, we can sit back (laughs) in our smoking jackets and pipes and and have a reasonable discussion on where it
0: ranks. I had a funny experience uh, as we take another call here. I'm going to tell you about this real quick. I was on an airplane back from Cancun this last weekend. Yeah. On the way home, uh, we got a plane that had movies in it. This Delta flight had films and in the backs of everyone's seats, and it was all free, and the flight 2 didn't have it. So I thought, well, I'm going to do this instead of read this time. So I cranked it up. What are the new releases? And lo and behold, they have uh, Star Wars Episode Seven right there for the taking. Yeah. And I'm thinking, yeah. well, here's a chance for me to watch that again. And then I thought, yeah, but I haven't seen Creed, and I haven't seen the big short, and I haven't seen these like three or four others that are on there. And so I didn't watch it again. And some people are like, "Well, how could you do that? It's Star Wars. It's because it's, I, it's fine. It's always going to be with us. We're going to have a million of these now. I guess I just don't need to watch it." You well, know? But, but but here's the thing too: is is you have to acknowledge
4: that a big part of the Star Wars experience is the spectacle, and you will get no spectacle in the back of,
1: of an LCD <laughs> well, airplane. I don't know. I mean, like, listen, we don't live in this you know myopic universe where it's like every day, what have hi. you further Star oh, Wars? Oh,
0: hi, who's this? <laughs> Sorry. Hello. Hi. It. I just
2: wanted to say, niggas, niggas, niggas,
0: fuck Jews. It's our first one. That's wow. Adorable. Now the best Uh-oh. part. Of, the best part of that is I have their phone number, so we could call them back. That's oh,
1: great. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh. You know, I don't even know if that's a complete sentence. <laughs> well, what? Huh, um, I think. You know, it could use let's break out the red pen and uh, uh we'll get back to you uh, a little
0: nuance you. next time. Just a little nuance to That's, your uh... this
1: is the that is the greatest validation of this show. Yes, right? Yes. Dude, that's how
4: it was back in the, uh, uh, I mean, not to, this is already a billion times better than BB Live show ever was, but it's like, when we, when we first dealt with those trolls was when I felt like, oh, we're doing it. Oh, wow, it. look, we have
1: something valuable enough that somebody wants to come be on it. Exactly. Like, hooray, we wear your urine as a badge of honor, sir or oh, madam. That's
0: adorable. Glistening urine. Anyway, you were you had a thought before I let that person have their way. We'll
1: uh, yeah, no, uh,
4: I think we were all taking a moment to reflect on the profound, uh, interests of racial
0: diversity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes Ethnic, uh, you know, uh, ethnic yeah, understanding. Like, sure. This is a new caller though. Who, hi, who's this? You're, anyway, you, you have hello? Hello? Right. Are you there? Caller, turn down the radio. Uh, yeah, no, uh, I think we- hello?
2: If you want to call me back again, you don't have to
0: look- All right, go bye Yeah, it's the same person.
2: Yeah, I was about to
4: say that really looks like the same number again. <laughs> which, 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 by the way, back in the, uh, this is why you guys are such a nicer, classier opera, operation. I would immediately give out the number.
1: <laughs> we did do that a couple times. I think, yeah, one time uh, you gave uh, you gave someone the the full Lee uh, experience. Mm-hmm. What, what, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we
4: became obsessed with them. Yeah, uh, so. <laughs>
0: Uh, I, won't, I won't let 161-477-64127 call back. It's fine, everybody. Not... Oh, geez. no,
1: no, oh, no, did it. Dude, uh, oh. Scott, Scott just showed up like uh, like, like the main chicken grease at the end at the, at the fun park. Like, you know, it was like, oh, do you think I'm a goody two-shoes? Well, guess what? Drops a cigarette, puts it out, reads
0: the kid's number on air. Yep, flopping my wiener around. All right, we got another caller. I don't think this is that person. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Kevin from Michigan. Sorry, no racial slurs here. Ah, oh, Kevin from Michigan, always we, the consummate we, professional, man.
1: You believe uh, <laughs> can one day reach those heights. Uh, uh, what do you, uh, anything uh, we've talked about uh, pique your interest?
0: Yeah, quick mention. So Scott says, hey, I'm on a Delta flight, you know, it's a four-hour flight. There's in in-seat movies. Oh, Star Wars. So that must mean Scott. He said it was free for the taking. That must mean Scott had a first class ticket because I was on a Delta flight this weekend mm. and I did not. I had to pay eight dollars to see that movie. No, they didn't. Which I did. They didn't charge me a dime. It was. They uh, didn't
2: charge you. This is
0: this is crap. I right. asked Rape the lady too. I said to- I said, "Is this extra?" She says, "Nope, it's everybody." And everyone in the whole place is watching like a thousand different things. And I watched part of The Big Short, which had stripper movies in it. I'd like to just mention. Or stripper stuff going on in there, and that was great was because great moment on a mixed flight. Oh, <laughs> yeah, lady, old lady, right here, little kid, right behind me. And I'm like, Holy shit, when's this scene end? But anyway, yeah, so, no, so, it, it, so, was, it so, was free. So I did,
2: so I paid eight dollars, right? I, I said, You know, I, I want to see. This. I on a work trip. Um, I paid eight dollars. I really did not like it the second time. This is the second time I've seen it.
0: Um, I did not like it as much as the first by far. And I think this goes back to something you guys have mentioned a few times. Um, And you can take this question off the air. Uh, but do you think that movies really, really must be seen on these giant theaters with super good sound and super good lighting and everything like that to to be enjoyed, these big blockbuster flicks?
4: All right. I mean, here's my theory. Here's a nutty idea. Yes, you liked it less when it went from a movie screen to the back of a, in an unpleasant, smelly tube flying through the sky. I bet you'd like it even less in grainy black and white on VHS. And I bet you'd like it even less... In flipbook format, <laughs> nutty, crazy how that works.
1: Well, I mean, and and I, I think certainly for a movie that is high spectacle like Star Wars is, uh, there is something lost for without the big format. But also, it's like you know, we saw Ten Cloverfield Lane, and if I rewatch that, uh, I would probably like it slightly less uh, because the sound design on a big, perfectly tuned theater surround sound system, I think, brought a lot to the movie. So would it? Would I be? but not so much into it if I had my earbuds in on a plane. Like, yeah, probably. Well, I'd be a surely
0: less. I would have gotten more out of out of Creed if it was on the big screen. I mean, surely I would have. I really enjoyed it, by the way. The acting was great, and I wanted to see it for that. I wanted to see, was Sylvester Stallone really any good in this, or was that just the weird, like, end of career thing to give him a nomination? You know what? He was actually really good in it. It was really good. So, oh, yeah. yeah, no, I mean, uh, Creed. Yeah, I'll,
1: I'll I'll just say again, it's the best directed Rocky movie ever. Uh, I, I thought that it was a great example of how talented Ryan Coogler and Michael B. Jordan are. And it also just cements like Rocky is just he might be one of the best movie characters of all time. Like because like he can do this role and shift down and not be the main character and everything. But like he's just like. He's always smarter than you think, but also dumber than you think. And maybe he's got like some concussion thing and maybe he doesn't, but that makes him more endearing. But it also makes him very sympathetic. Like, yeah, he's just this big catnip for for moviegoers like everybody gets something out of, of, of Rocky. It's he so
0: goes weird. he goes from five where he had a house uh, made robot. You remember that? It was like a robot did all the work for everybody. Ollie's robot, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was shitty, man. That was real shitty. And then somehow we're at the other end of it with Rocky Balboa and now this going, Oh, what a thoughtful, well acted, you know. It's like he went from fantasy he went from hard gritty action or hard gritty boxer biopic almost yeah. to ridiculous over the top, stupidest thing ever, to yeah. to then back to this. And that is that's something in its own right. Some other kind of award is deserved there that isn't, you know. That isn't represented well in the Academy is all I would yeah. say.
1: Well, and the one thing I'll say about Creed is that it very rarely, I think the best sports movies are great because they play within the structure of the sport. Like the, the story is almost told within the rules of the sport. And so therefore you feel more pulled in and on the inside of it. And, and a lot of the directing decisions by uh Kugler uh, including the final fight wherein he almost changes visual styles round by round mm-hmm. uh both in his camera work and in the coloration and sound design uh is great i mean i thought it, like that was like uh it, it could have in a lesser director's hands felt over the top and ostentatious it didn't in this one i thought it was fantastic
0: uh, speaking of ostentatious that's where you guys are all right we got another caller on the line who's this <laughs> Oh my God! He's
1: pretty excited about
0: that. <laughs> Listen, and you had to pay royalties
1: to Canada when you pop
4: those dad jokes. <laughs> yes. He just he just had a pun gasm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, caller,
2: uh, where are you punning from? Uh, me, I am on. Um, uh,
0: well, I am in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, nice. That's good. That's better to be on Atlanta, Georgia, in my opinion. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It's been my experience. Um, What's on your mind? Just
2: to, uh just bring it back around to Spider Man. I know Brian was saying that um. Just about them being animated, you can hear a mechanical zoom focusing sound when they move. I didn't know if you noticed that. I, did not, notice that.
4: Not. I did not. that. I notice that. Yeah.
0: Well, I had. The, I was asking earlier about this theory that it is floating around that they are mechanical. That they're. Uh, that's there for I don't know glare or focus or who knows what the reason would be. Or I, I, yeah. I was. I was thinking maybe like a zoom. Like a, like a, well, like, you I can mean, I know,
1: he's always maybe um, Yeah. yeah. Whatever, whatever it is, I'm sure there's a 7000 uh Reddit uh thread <laughs> that is uh, uh right now dominating
0: uh everything. That wouldn't surprise me at all. But um to the to the point of it having sound I didn't notice. I wonder if there's a way for us to hear it without mm-hmm. it being too crazy. Whoops. Uh let, let's actually give that a try real fast. So we've got the Spider-Man. No, no, sorry. Winter, no, what's it called? Freaking uh, Civil, Civil War. Civil War trailer two. Yeah, uh, and this is at the very, very end.
1: Uh, we already have our big emotional beats. Uh, the, the story centering around Tony Stark and Captain America calls back to the, the first Captain America movie where as a puny weakling, he's getting beat up in the alleyway, tells mm-hmm. his, his bully that he can do this all day. Now, super soldier up against one of his best friends, Uh, uh, Now standing up for what he believes in, repeats the same line. And then, in very Marvel fashion, we get uh, this big moment. And I think the composition of the shot is very, very deliberate that it's him grabbing the Captain America shield as if to show in one shot, like, this is what we achieved in Corporate Synergy. Like, you would never (laughs) be able to have this character hold this thing and I less. believe I
4: believe corporate synergy was the original title. It for may have little,
1: been S- civil stuff. yeah uh, like like uh, Tony Stark original script. Tony Stark uh, to Steve Rogers. you've just started a corporate synergy. Here
0: <laughs> <now."> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna hit play. We're gonna see if we can hear it, so let's just give it a shot. We're right at the end. Here we go. All right, I've run out of patience. On Ruth. Hey
3: everyone.
0: Oh! It did. It made a little. Bzzz. It made a little. Bzzz. Yeah, it made a little bzzz. yeah. Yeah. I'm. You know what? <laughs> I'm kind uh,
1: of or Zapruder, uh, we're doing the Lord's work here on this show. <laughs> who else is going back and 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 crediting the Foley work of of all these fine filmmakers?
0: That's incredible. Uh, I had no idea. Thank you, That's caller for that.
1: In the business man, thank you so much for calling in and 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 getting us on the right track. Uh, let's see if this caller can do one better. I don't mean to pitch you' all against each other. It's just my nature. Blame my father That's right. are, Where are you calling from?
2: Hey, it's Gabe from San Francisco.
0: Hey, man! What's well, so that? You got a certain tone to that San Francisco thing. I like that. I like it. It's good. Anyway, what's on? What, what do you think about all this? A big, big messy web of uh, <laughs> get it? A big messy web of uh, interest and talk.
2: <laughs> um, I mean, I have no strong opinions about Spider-Man. I'm just happy to see him on the big screen. Mm-hmm. I mean. Um, but the one thing I do want to say, how do you think Marvel handled the release of Spider-Man in the trailer? Because, I mean, we see that DC showed, obviously, it was the best trailer for Batman versus Superman, but everyone went nuts over Spider-Man on this trailer, specifically.
0: Well, okay, so, you know what, let's compare them, because what's the equivalent with the DC Batman versus Superman? It's the reveal of Wonder Woman, right? Am I wrong about that, Justin? Yes. You think we're, we're probably uh-uh. on, on track
1: with well, that? Well, or... And I got I got some flack on Twitter because when the Civil War trailer came out, I was like, hey, you want to know what my favorite part about the Civil War trailer was? When they didn't uh, completely invalidate the title by showing a CGI monster that shows up in the third act. Uh, and and I got some DC, every once in a while, I, I, You know, usually my Twitter is, is a very positive place, uh, but every once in a while it breaks out. And so I got some DC fanboy flack about like, Like, oh, well, it doesn't validate the title. Like, which I thought about it, and it really doesn't, because really the third act would just be the colon in the title, because it's Batman versus Superman. New thought, (laughs) dawn of justice. Got it. (laughs) So now you are dawning the justice with doomsday. It's still stupid. Uh, here's yeah, plus why plus also
4: hold on you don't know maybe the verses is like who's gonna kill Doomsday first. <laughs> yes, it's exactly. a race between Batman and Superman.
1: Or maybe it's just a V, right? It didn't even say verses. So it's mm. like maybe it's Batman, very Superman. You know what? Maybe there's a lawsuit that happens
4: in the background. They're <laughs> yes. still working together. <laughs> They're litigating. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like, well, it's there's a little claims. claims. It's, yeah, you it's know, B- beavers, see
1: <laughs> like, Yeah, we're just we're just gonna <laughs> let the lawyers figure it out and let's not have this affect our friendship uh i don't know i i think that this is something that that shows you it's not necessarily about those trailers right and it's not necessarily about wonder woman and her popularity versus spider-man and his popularity although you could probably do some hard metrics on that uh what it is is that we don't necessarily unless you were over the moon for man of steel have which i was sure but but even then it's like you know bring all that excitement then into Mm. Batman versus Superman. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't know a ton of people that are like, yes, like finally more of that in this new thing. Right. 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 People over the moon about Marvel movies. And so it's like, oh wait, now this, like, it is really just Marvel cashing in on previous goodwill in the promise that this now makes Spider-Man a more compelling character than he has been in, you know,
0: I can 20. I agree entirely. It is them banking on that goodwill, and they can blow it. They can blow it like anybody else can blow it. But DC has more to earn in the in terms of fan trust. They're going to do fine with that movie. It's going to make it freaking buckets of money. It's going to do great, whether whether we like it as the nerd core or not. Yeah, it's going to. I mean, do great. it's got
1: the two biggest names, and you should. I mean, really, it's like Batman versus Superman to me has the same thing that uh that that Star Wars has. That is, there's a huge onus on them. Mm-hmm to to do this well. Yeah. It's like you've just you've got those names, you've got those characters. That is this is gigantic. You uh, you, uh, for all, them.
0: you also literally and I mean this literally, you literally have Marvel's version of Superman versus Marvel's version of Batman in Civil War. That is who those guys are. Rich guy with a ton of money and a lot of tech. Yep. Other dude with superpowers yep. he didn't, you know, wouldn't have otherwise, who's also kind of a boy scout and into doing the right thing all the time. I mean, it is that juxtaposition and people forget how similar these two universes are. It's all about how they execute them and how well one does versus the other. So we
1: hope. Can I ask one, one thing?
4: Yeah, please
0: do. We're winding down anyway. Go ahead. Let's, let's end it on Justin's great. Uh, you, dude, you know what
4: while you do this I'm gonna bug out right now it was a pleasure to get to jump in with you guys but I, I gotta finish
1: prepping for Cord Killers
4: Brian right.
0: Brushwood man of the hour thank you so much for being All here right. dude of course
1: everybody if you like Brian's opinions on pop culture
0: and how to watch anything
1: when uh, when you want on any device you want join uh, him and Tom Merritt on Cord Killers that will record about an hour after we are done with this Yep. Uh, and of course you can find it everywhere that fine podcasts are found yep. did you happen to see Scott mm. The Wonder Woman movie teaser
0: uh no, that come out while I was in Cancun. I'm guessing no. this was about two weeks ago, all right.
1: uh, they did a bunch of stuff uh on on the w b because they have a lot of d c television programming uh about kind of the burgeoning d c universe and they showed concept art for aquaman and uh, and they had a lot of little clips for Wonder Woman okay now. The the plot apparently for this Wonder Woman movie is that she's a fish out of water. So she's leaving her Amazonian uh home and now, you know, becoming one with uh with, with the, the, the greater land and the people that she was with uh don't like it and feel that humanity is not
0: savable. She does. It's like World but- War One era stuff, right?
1: World War I era, but it's like her doing fish out of water stuff and her fitting into the larger society and like she's wearing oversized glasses and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I, I personally kind of would have wanted this to be like, when I think of the Wonder Woman movie that I want, it's like 300, <laughs>
3: yeah. right?
1: Yeah. It's yeah. just like a bunch of jacked super warrior women like battling against some crazy force, right? And like defending their homeland, and and you know, uh, uh, and then you know, Wonder Woman kind of finds her way into these other other stories. But uh, I, I was kind of you know d- disappointed a little bit in, in that you know it, it has to be like oh, strong lady is now in a place where women are not looked at as as strong. Like I, I guess I just don't find that the most interesting yeah uh,
0: I don't like that either. it's uh we got Clark Kent. We also have those tropes everywhere we're gonna we get it with Spider man we get it with a million hero archetypes. I don't know if I need to do it again with her. Can't we just jump in like can't we go from what's it what's a good equivalent here? can't we go can't we go full black widow? can't we have her and her element being as badass as possible and then walk back a little bit
1: well, especially because like you know Wonder Woman's so rad because you can do a super, like, you can have a story that t- says a lot about gender, right? Yep, yep. Like, you can basically, you can do Predator, the movie Predator, mm-hmm. with just a bunch of jacked ladies yeah. in the Wonder Woman universe. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the point. Mm-hmm. Like, right. it's, it. I don't know, it, it feels to me like 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 a bit of a uh, missed opportunity, but this is very, very early footage, and, and the director's really good on it, So so hopefully... We will be able to see more uh, coming out. And
0: up. and again, if you would have seen this coming out of Marvel, if Marvel owned the rights to Wonder Woman, it was their character. I don't yeah. know. And was the exact same trailer. I'm not sure we'd have the ex- the same conversation or the same issues or questions or worries because, again, the goodwill's already there. They can certainly blow it. It's on them to keep it. With great power comes great responsibility. All that, yeah. right? But, but I don't know that we'd have the same conversation because they've already shown... A great care for what we it. like, yeah. That they can do it, and Mar and and DC is getting there. They're working on it. They want to do it, but we have to remain somewhat skeptical until they do it, until they really do it. You know what I mean? So, I mean, listen. Marvel made Thor interesting.
1: Yeah, like that. That's that's a that's an achievement. I agree. That is a Cinematic and storytelling achievement. Hey, real quick, we did want to uh, uh, talk in in bite size. Moments here about some uh, some things we saw that we liked. Uh, you, dug
0: Zootopia. A great deal. So I saw Zootopia over the weekend with the kids uh, and the wife. Still, in gender allegories. Yes. Um, we. I thought that it was going to be fun and Disney and a good time. And I like animated films. And I like what Lassiter has done with non-Pixar project projects as as executive producer at Disney. So I, I felt good about you know all of that. What I didn't expect to do was walk out of there putting it in like the top five of the last 10 years of my favorite animated films. It's great. Uh, It is not terribly. I mean, the premise of a bunch of talking animals isn't the most original thing I could tell you about today, but, but where, how they're used, what positions they're put in the very distinct adultness of the subject matter really knocked it out of the park for me. And there are some very prescient things being talked about in there that, I don't think we're manipulated to sound like they were talking about our current day and some of the challenges we face as a culture, but they ended up being there anyway, and it felt genuine and real. Uh, the The voice work is great. The animation's great. The storylines are great. Um, the nods to various comedic things that you would only get if you were an adult are really, really good. And I don't mean adult like, eh, that's like a penis or something. I mean like... You know, there's Different a references to things that have happened before the
1: kids in the audience were born.
0: Sure. Stuff that Pixar kind of um, kind of pioneered and now Disney has adopted and it's really well done. Uh, I would highly recommend it. I think you take uh, any age to it and they'll have a good time. We loved it. I would totally see it again. Absolutely worth seeing. And then I mentioned uh, Creed and I also saw part of the big short. But you want to hear the irony? And here's the great short irony. I started sure, watching yeah. the big short in the uh-huh. plane. Yeah. And a guy with Parkinson's across from us was having trouble and his wife was on the opposite side of me. So okay. we thought, why don't we get her closer to him so she can help? Cause he wouldn't let us help him. It was very sad and I felt bad and he was very proud and you could tell he just didn't want to be assisted. But we were like, all right, why don't we all shift places? And that way you can be right next to him. And she was, oh, thank you. Thank you. And it was all good. And I'm happy I did it. But as it turns out, you can't start where you were at in the movie on the one chair on the chair next to you. You have to either start over or forget it. Yeah, and so, so you, had, you watch it or you just you just pitched it? I, I said, forget it, I'll rent it later, get to the point that I missed, and then I'll watch the rest of it. But what bugged me about it was the irony of the name being called the Big Short and uh, literally being shorted at the end. Uh, anyway, so there was that. How was big, 10 Cloverfield Lane? That's what I want to hear.
1: Big Shorted. I love 10 Cloverfield Lane. I thought it was really, really good. Uh, I, I think that there are there's a legitimate argument to be made that uh, you know, the name using the term Cloverfield uh, mm. with it, A is probably the only reason, but not among it's a it's a really good movie, and I think people will really like it. It's well reviewed. Uh, but I think the reason why it is the number one movie in America and not just a well-received movie, is that it was called Cloverfield, and yet when you call it Cloverfield and you have all these expectations of like, Oh look, there was this big monster spectacle in this other one. When do we get some elements of monster spectacle in this one? It can be a little frustrating.
3: Mm.
1: Uh, that being said, if you can just turn your brain off and go on this ride, it is really, really rad. And, and this is one I would recommend going to a large format theater uh, with a really great sound system because man, man, the sound design in this movie is at times jarring, uh, consistently spine-tinglingly creepy. John Goodman's performance is fantastic, and so is uh, Mary
0: Elizabeth Winstead. Uh, just go out, go out and see it. Yeah, it's, I it's want a- to. And good job, Danny Trachtenberg. Uh, you you can go get and, interviewed go- by you can get interviewed by E Online. You can go get your interview with uh, the uh, Entertainment Tonight. Just remember, you were on Current Geek first, buddy. Yeah. That. Yeah. Listen, he uh he is.
1: He's a promising, promising, promising young uh director. And obviously we feel very provincial about him since he came up through the podcasting ranks.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, All right. Well, everyone go see that. There's plenty to see. You. Good stuff out there. We will be back next week with more stuff. Let's do some plugging. We always like to do some plugging. What's happening oh. in uh, your neck of the plugs?
1: Uh, you can go ahead and grab my uh, card game, the contender.us. Also, make sure that you uh, stay in touch with us on our Facebook, facebook.com slash the contender game and twitter.com slash contender game, uh, where we will let you know uh, where the card caucuses are coming around you. We already have people that are very, very, very uh, uh, passionately setting up uh, their own public games. We want to have 50 of them in 50 states. So keep an eye on our social media, and we will let you know if and when one is going to be around you. We already have dates in Chicago, Washington, D.C., and more.
0: Very nice. Uh, as
1: you can find the Gettysburg address of our card caucus on our
0: website. Oh, my so Lord. I
1: can do a dad joke, too. <laughs> nice job.
0: I would rate that high. Give it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot going on on FrogPants.com, so keep your eye on that on the uh, on the on the feeds and everything. I got a million things going on. Best way to find that is on Twitter at Scott Johnson at Justin R Young for Justin Hotline Monday for the show. We'll start posting more stuff there as well. Email us at Hotline at Gmail.com if you would like to ask us questions via that route it's fine it's an old way but it's an okay way i don't have a complaint about it it's fine you can do it the old way way. no it's not a great way but it's an okay way the best way though is for you to be on the show call us like all those great callers did today 801-895-4724 is the number keep that handy come see us live every monday 5 p.m eastern that's 2 p.m pacific 3 p.m mountain if you're in my time zone and today justin's in the four o'clock zone uh (gasps) yeah i think that's it you got anything else justin we're good Nope. Uh, Thank you again to Brian Brushwood and Jenny Josephson. We will see you next week. See you, everybody. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.